Hi, folks. Steve Urban here, founder and CEO at RiderFlex. We hope you enjoy today's podcast. And as a reminder, please subscribe to the RiderFlex show for updates on new episodes. And by the way, if you haven't already, check out the book we recently launched, The RiderFlex Guide, Inspiring and Hiring, available for purchase on Amazon. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Try the number one marketing platform for small business. Everything you need from design to marketing to CRM. Learn more at marketing360.com. Marketing 360, fuel your brand. Uh, Brad Mallon on the RiderFlex podcast. How you doing, Brad? I'm doing great. How about you, Steve? I'm doing fine. Looking forward to uh, getting into companion CBD. I've had... I've had a lot of cannabis and CBD uh, clients uh, on the podcast, not clients, uh, guests, excuse me. I'm saying clients, you know, our day job at RiderFlex is a recruiting firm, right? So that's our day job is a recruiting and staffing firm. So I'm used to saying clients, 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 but yeah, guests, yeah. I mean, I've had a, I've had a lot of guests on the show in your space. So I'd be curious to get your slant on it and, and uh, get your take on everything. But before that, Tell me about Brad. I want to know about Brad, the person, man. Give me, give me, give me some uh, history with the family and kind of where you grew up and where you're from, things like that. If you don't mind, give us a little overview. How much time do we have? <laughs> uh, well, all right, I can do that. Well, first things first is it's my birthday, so it's a good start right. to the day. All right, twenty-one, excellent. Oh, yes, I wish. <laughs> I still feel like I'm twenty-one, but. Might have a little few more gray hairs, but uh, I'm not complaining. I'm isn't not. it? Isn't it interesting how in our minds we're, we we see ourselves as younger, kind of visually in our own mind, right? By the way, that gets a hell of a lot worse as you get older. Like when I'm around other 56 year olds, I look at them and go, "Well, I'm not with that. I'm not with them." <laughs> Tell me about it. Tell me about it. <laughs> I'm not in that group. I'm not in that group. I'm over here. I'm over here with 30 year olds. <laughs> Just, we're just trying to reverse the aging process, right? However, whichever yes. way that works. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But anyway, happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. So I guess, all right, we can start back from, you know, born and raised in Monroeville, Pennsylvania, um, which is the eastern suburbs, just uh, 25 minutes uh, outside of Pittsburgh. Uh, yes, I'm a diehard Steeler fan. Of course. Um, always of course. have. Um you know, I come from a family. I'm the I was the spoiled middle son. Okay. Uh, I have two brothers, one older, one younger, and um, you know, my father was an entrepreneur, which put me into the path that I've been in over the last 26 years of my life. Ah. Uh, so I was okay. raised in that mentality, which I'm grateful for. So, um, God, what, what did else? he do? Um, what did he do? Uh, what was your he, dad? My dad um, was a, uh, he was in the automotive parts and accessories industry. So okay. he was like an independent distributor, carried multiple product lines to, of parts and accessories for cars. I'm a huge car guy. He's a car guy. You know, obviously I was raised into that as well. Okay. Um, I see. I, okay. So he had his own business. Did he have employees? Did he, was it just him or how big was it? Uh, no, it was just like a small independent agency. I mean, I okay. think he had a couple employees that worked for him, but um, you know, he 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 was a hustler. And again, as uh, as we all are today, you have to be. Um, yeah, right, brother. So, how about your, how about your mom? Um, my mom was a stay at home mom. 
Um, she was driving myself a lot around playing ball and my brothers and to and fro and making sure that we're uh, eating and uh, had our clothes pressed for school <laughs> and, you know, just being your good old uh, uh, homemaker. It's a wonderful thing, isn't it? I, I think it's wonderful uh, that she was able to do that. And I, and I, you know, we could do a whole podcast on this next topic, but I wish there was more of that going around because it is, it's so awesome when you have a parent that is able to do all of that during the day, really look over things, take everybody to the activities and the sports and driving them around. And with, with three boys, uh, if all three of you were active in athletics, yeah, it was busy at your house. <laughs> it was busy. And, you know, I sat on the curb, uh, you know, waiting for her to pick me up. Uh, that's why I am always early. Uh, <laughs> I love you, mom, but, but in terms of punctuality, she, uh, she didn't have that, but she didn't uh, have that. Well, you're the last kid. You're like everybody else from the practice field is gone. You're like, okay, I, I, I'm still here. <laughs> yeah. It, it was, it was before the good old uh, iPhone. Right. So sitting there kind of like, should I start walking or like, what's the deal? Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Pretty cool. Uh, were you a good kid or were you, uh, did you, I mean, rebel, how would you classify yourself? Yeah, I was a good kid. Uh, you know, I'm not just saying that I was raised in the right environment, which I'm grateful for. Okay. Um, I got into very little bit of trouble, you know, like we all do stupid little things, yeah. throwing toilet paper on the trees and, but <laughs> You know, I was an athlete. I didn't have time to get in trouble because I was playing ball so much. And between that and school and even some other extracurriculars, um, I, I was, you know, my focus was sports, believe it or not. I wasn't okay. Okay. your academic, you know, straight A student. School wasn't easy for me, but I did what I needed to do to get by. I respected my elders as I was raised. And I, I think people would would say that I was a, a very respectable. Okay. Young man. You didn't have to call your dad from the sheriff's office or anything at any point. No, no, I did not. <laughs> how about your How about your brothers? Anything you want to confess for them? You know, the brothers the same way. You know, um, you know, my older brother was more on the kind of on the quieter side, um, okay. and then my younger brother, he he was similar to myself. Again, we all were athletes, and um, okay. But, you know, no one uh, did any time or caused any huge problems. Um, uh, yeah, I was more of the drama guy just because I, I I got the injury bug early ooh. and it kind of hit me hard through my career, which kind of took me out of the game and had some opportunities that I couldn't pursue due to that. But, you know, ooh. you live and you learn. Wow. So you could have went, uh, what do you think? D one, D two, like where, where, how, where were you in the mix there? What could you have done? You think? So I was a soccer player turned place kicker. Um, hmm. you know, I played soccer all over as a youth. Um, okay. it was, it was truly amazing. Had D one opportunities, uh, for both. And, um, unfortunately, um, I got hit by a car. Oh, and damn. What, how old were you? And, um, you know, I ruptured my back and uh, three discs in my spine. Had um, I'm on my sixth back surgery. Um, Are you serious? So oh, I'm, my. I, I'm dead serious, but wow. you know, it's taught me so much. I mean, because I dealt with it for so much of my life. And um, interestingly enough, uh, prior to getting involved in my CBD company that I started five years ago, my, my background is medical device distribution. So I was in the OR every day, 
um, for many, many, many years, you know, selling sports medicine implants and other instrumentation and equipment and mm, mm. other products as well. So you were either, you were either there selling or getting worked on. <laughs> uh, it was a combination of both. I mean, just from my experience, I kind of, you know, people call, come to me like I'm an MD, but, uh, <laughs> obviously Damn, bro, I, I feel for you, man. I, you have six back surgeries. Holy shit. And we could do a whole the podcast on that too. Right. Cause I've heard so many nightmares about back surgeries. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I could, I could write a book. Uh, I've learned a ton. I've learned how to change my life to function. I'm believe it or not. I've had a total of 17 surgeries. Okay. I'm actually labeled disabled. Really? Uh, Wow. Wow. But I don't accept it. I don't obviously take it. I don't utilize it in terms of being on disability. I'm not. Mm -hmm. You Um, mentioned that you mentioned that hustle thing earlier, which you got from your parents, of course. And, you know, there are so many guys in your position that are sitting at home watching Netflix, just collecting the checks, doing nothing. And And here you are just still hustling, just hustling. Well, you know, I was born as a hustler. I really believe you're born into it. Yeah. Uh, number one, number two, um, which I haven't mentioned, my pride and joy, my, my pride and joy, and why I get up every morning and hustle as hard as I do is I have two amazing daughters. Oh, uh, so you had daughters. You ended up having daughters. That's pretty cool. I'm sure your parents are happy about that. Oh, they were. <laughs> they were. I was like, you know, I wanted to have at least one, you know, but I did want to have a boy to, you know, kind of yeah. mold into junior, but it didn't play out that way. But uh, quite frankly, I see what some of my friends go through with their sons. And I'm like, wow. and they're like, you have two daughters. That's crazy. I'm like, you know what? My kids, you know, knock on marble or whatever I'm knocking on right now. They've just been, they're amazing kids. Um, cool. How old are they? Great relationship with uh, you know, co-parenting relationship, single dad with their mom. Oh, 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 single that. Oh, damn. 17, yeah. 17 operations and, and the divorce and two. Oh, oh damn, bro. Why you? I guess <laughs> how much time we have. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, how old are the girls? Uh, 16 and 19. So teenagers two- even. Okay. So you didn't, you didn't throw that in there. Teenagers. Let's see. Two teenage girls, single dad, back surgeries left and right. Oh, by the way, you're an entrepreneur and a business owner, which is also super ass stressful. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> and I just got back from spring break with, with them and two of their friends. And um, we were down in Mexico. And uh, oh, that's cool. You know, it was an eye opening experience because these girls are they're, they're older, they're more yeah. immature. And oh, yeah. yeah. I was. I'm used to just, you know, they were five to not, you know, seven, eight years old, just kind of let's build a sandcastle. And now it's kind of, we're not building sandcastles anymore. <laughs> no, no, they go to the, they go to the swimming pool and all the guys are, you're, they're looking and trying to make moves and you're trying to, what, you're trying to like kind of not pay attention, but somewhat pay attention or something like that. <laughs> something like that. I mean, I was, you know, I'm, you know, according to them, I guess I'm the cool dad. I don't try to be cool. I just, I'm a super chill, even kill kind of guy. Uh, I, I worked a ton. I'm sitting on the beach with my laptop doing what I got to do. You know, you got to keep the business yeah. going. So we had a heck of a time. It was, it was nice to get away for a few days. Yeah, that's great, man. That's good. So um, how long have you been divorced? Oh, 13, 14 years. Oh, really? Wow. And are you single? You don't have like a partner or significant other girlfriend, anything right now? Nothing? Nope. Uh, 
been looking. 13 but, years uh, is a long time. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's being a, the single guy, you know, I'm, I live in Scottsdale, Arizona, and, you know, 60% of people that live in my area are divorced, and it's the same old people. So, Damn. like, dating is, that's a whole nother podcast we should do about dating. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to write a book. I've probably Dude, started. really? Yes. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a shit show. Um, <laughs> but, again, it, it's, it's uh, you know, I would love that companion, yet I have uh, yet to find someone that uh, well, you know, what time and doesn't have, uh, um, I don't want to say, doesn't have, notice, but doesn't have skeletons, doesn't have skeletons and the baggage and all the rest of it. Bingo. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> I, I got some single friends. Thank God I'm married to my beautiful wife, Kim, but I do have several single friends and man, they just tell me all the time. They're like, you know, at first it was great. And then, you know, I looked behind this one curtain and not good. <laughs> yeah it's it's a, it's a crazy world because it's like you know i'm at that phase of my life where i i do have more time because my, my my kids aren't really kids anymore they're gonna have yeah, their right. own lives right. and right when they're here they're not even here because you know they, they got right. their activities and sports and work and this and it's like but again you know like my mom says oh just be patient you know you'll find the love of your life and <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You probably will. I'm sure you've tried all the apps. You've probably tried them all. All the, all the, the app, you've tried them all probably. I'm a platinum subscriber for every one of them. Um, I, at least I have been at some point. Um, <laughs> once again, I, I can give a, a lot of people advice about that. Uh, uh, how about the fact that 80% like, of the pictures don't match? <laughs> oh, I could tell you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> absolutely but now you're dealing with bots half the time so you don't these people aren't even real and, and mm -hmm. you start a communication with someone and then you're like what it, it's it's a lot of wasted time and that's one of my pet peeves in life is do not waste, do not waste time. time you know i have a 30 one of my boys is 32 and he's divorced unfortunately and he calls me up the other day he's like man he's like i got kicked off my second app he's like I've been kicked off twice now. I'm like, well, I'm like, well, what are you doing? He's like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> I was like, well, you're doing something wrong. I don't know. I, I, I'm not experienced that. I, I can give you a lot of advice, but I can't give you any advice on those. <laughs> call Dan. Call, call call Brad. He can tell you. <laughs> uh, can you know, I can give it. I can give him some feedback. I mean, I've never been kicked off any apps, but I, I obviously I'm not doing anything thing right either because I'm still on. <laughs> well, does the CB does the CBD slash kind of cannabis it, when you does that work with the with the ladies when you throw that out there? Is that like is that like oh that, they think that's cool? You know, interestingly enough, yeah. I mean, everyone when you say the word CBD, everybody thinks that's automatically they think marijuana, they think, yeah. think cannabis. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, you know, most people's reaction is like oh, like you said. So it's like oh, that's cool. But when I say pets, and I, I some depending on the person. If I what? do a little recon prior to meeting someone, I'll 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 just say, hey, I'm in the you know the pet supplement business. Um, depending I on I you know, see. I see. Yeah, person. okay, I got you. Pet supplement, I like that. You got it. Okay, I see. You got a couple of different lines you can throw out there. If you, if you, if you, <laughs> Unfortunately, you know, yeah, it's kind of. I try to play everyone's card the right way. It's it's not easy. Oh, very good. So, um. Let me double back. So I guess this is why you went to University of Pittsburgh, obviously, because you're from that area, right? And yes. uh, so when you majored in communications and business, was that like a kind of like I don't really know what the hell I want to do, so I'll major in this? Is was that 
because I majored in communications, by the way, and that's why I majored in communications. Because Got it. Well, I- interestingly enough, I wanted to, to get into sports medicine, be a sports medicine doctor. Oh, and okay. So when I was entertaining, you know, my and of course, like my parents and, you know, my brothers are like, dude, you know, you weren't the strongest guy academically. <laughs> How the hell are you going to be a doctor? Right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if I could turn things back, I, I should have. I should have gone that route because yeah. I, my passion is medicine. I've been in human medicine forever. I've been in, in veterinary medicine too for a long time, which led me to obviously companion CBD. But I, they, you know, when I was looking at colleges and in playing ball, and I told them what I wanted to major in, they're like, mm. they're like, unless you're like some kind of Doogie Howser guy you know, you can't be an athlete and be a doctor. It's just, there's not enough time in the day, you know? And so then I was like, all right, well, let's go to plan B. And the plan B was, you know, I was a born salesman because my dad was obviously. And um, so I was like, let's do something that makes a little bit more sense and a little bit more versatile. Okay. That's kind of how I ended up being, you know, a business communications kind of major. And then I, um, so then you must, then you walked into a sales career a little bit in uh, medical devices. I didn't, uh, your, your LinkedIn is not super deep with that. So I couldn't tell most of the time I get to do a lot more reconnaissance on, on people. But uh, so you had a little career there uh, for a while. In medical device. Absolutely. Yep. No, yeah, okay. I, All right. I've been in medical device for over 20 years. Wow. Um, okay. All right. I still right. have a distribution company um, that um that kind of runs on its own. I don't focus very much time on it anymore, but I still have clients, you know, from hospitals to independent, uh, you know, practitioners that may want um, I a piece of equipment, like, you know, an ultrasound machine or something. And I'll either get it for them or put them in that direction. Um, okay. But I, so you should- I did that for many, many years. Absolutely. Okay. Well, walk me through then. Um, how did it happen? What were you like? You woke up one day. You're like, oh, selling this shit sucks. I want to. I want to do my own thing. What? Or did you have a? Let me guess. You had a pet, maybe, or something. I don't know. What? Uh, tell me how it happened. The the jump. How companion happened? Yep. How how the? Yeah. yeah how yeah, exactly? Thank you. Go ahead. Okay. You know, it was interesting. I got a phone call from a recruiter. <laughs> hey. Um, and she was a device recruiter and she said, Hey, Brad, I, um, and she knew, I knew her pretty well. Um, and she knew my background. She's like, I have something that I think you're ideal for. She's like, okay. what do you know about CBD? And I said, Oh, you mean like, like the cannabis stuff? <laughs> Again, I wasn't educated. I didn't know what the hell. She, how so no, so no cannabis use for you and the brothers uh, in Pennsylvania. No, no pot smoking in the college, uh, high school days at all. Uh, you know, I'm, I, I'll be real a little, um, okay. you know, again, being an athlete, that was my focus. So yeah. like you had to be careful. I, party, yeah. I wasn't yeah. a huge partier, but you, you weren't the I, guy, you, you weren't the guy with the dime bag. No. However, I was the guy setting up the parties, collecting people, giving them their red sippy cup. Not sippy oh, cup. Whatever. Okay. You know, I was the guy <laughs> trying to make money. You know, I've always been, been about that. So. Okay. So I was just trying. Yeah. What I, I was trying to see if you were like, were you a heavy candidate? I didn't know if you were like all into it. So you were, no. you were, you were a typical kid back then. Like, oh, if there's a, if there's a party and maybe it's going around, but you, you didn't. Okay. I got you. So I'm with you. All right. So anyway, you guys. This call from the recruiter. Go ahead. I cut you off there. 
Yeah, yeah, no worries. So she called me and started telling me about this 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 new company, yada yada yada. And I said, send me some of their products. And my brother, interestingly enough, has been in the cannabis industry for over thirty years. Oh wow, um, that's a whole other. You got several podcasts we could come back on and talk yeah, about. And that's a whole other story. He, he's he's uh, he's one of the top one hundred influential people in cannabis. I mean, he's wow. He's a boss. Um, so okay, what's his, what's his name? His name is Brian. Brian. And All right. Brian, yeah. And he's, um, you know, okay. Again, he's another hustler, very successful. Uh, he's been in that industry forever. Uh, he's, he's that guy that was, was experiencing with that stuff at an earlier age. <laughs> right. Okay. Obviously. Mom and dad confession time in case mom and dad listen to this, just so you know, right. <laughs> I'm transparent, man. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see next Thanksgiving, Brian's over and your mom's like, so were you doing that in the house when you were a junior in high school? That is going to be good. <laughs> okay. All right. So you call, you call your brother or I guess you get this product, you call your brother and you're like, Hey, and you guys start talking. Yeah. I kind of asked him a little bit about the industry and this, that, and the other, because you know, one thing with my brother, we never really mixed businesses. I mean, I did my thing in medical okay. and, Okay. You know, things like that. So, and he okay. was just like, oh yeah, you know, CBD is going to be a big deal, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, all right, okay. well, that's good to know. So long story short, the, the recruiter person sent me product okay. and I was entertaining my seventh back surgery. Some bad shape. This is like six years ago, six and a half years ago. And she sends me this product and it's, they basically looked like baby aspirin. They were like these pills. And there was, it was pure CBD, no THC in it. And she's like, just take it. It will help you with anxiety. It can, it can help do a lot of different things. I'm like, all right, I'm in, I'll try it. I mean, cause I've been taking more yeah. pills than, than you name it. And eventually I, I just quit because it didn't do anything except for have side effects. So by, by the way, I was going to ask you, I mean, so many, I don't, I don't know how deep you want to go, but so many people with that kind of back problem end up hooked on opioids and just yes. all kinds of pain pills. I mean, absolutely. Yeah, go ahead. I'm lucky. I'm sorry. I, don't, I didn't mean to cut you yeah. off, but you're so right. It's a huge, it's an epidemic today. It's been it going is. on many, many years. Again, me being in that environment as in medical device and, and, and as a patient um, getting prescribed, you know, Oxycontin and Percocet and Darvocet and, yeah. Oh goodness. I mean, obviously you can't do that. You know, physicians aren't readily available just passing them out like, like they had been because there's obviously things have changed significantly in the industry as we all know, but I don't have an addictive personality. Thank God, because we could be talking about, yep. you know, addiction and, and so many other horrible things that so many people go through on a daily basis. Um, Lucky for you, man. Good for you. Very, Good for you. Cause you could have easily been one of those guys, man. I, uh, interestingly enough, so I get uh, steroid injections in my back and my neck for arthritis uh, mm. a couple times a year, and yep. uh, and I just went uh, yesterday, matter of fact, coincidentally, and the, the guy who does it for me, he told me, he said, because this is what he does for a living, is take care of people with back pain and give them injections and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. He said 80% of his clients are hooked on opioids and a lot of times before he can do a procedure he has to like take them through some sort of detox thing or something i can't remember how he described it but 
He basically okay. said, yeah, he's like, almost all my clients are hooked on, on, on pills because they're just in pain all the time. So anyway, I'm glad that, glad that, uh, that didn't happen for you, my friend. Uh, thank you. It's, it's, uh, it's, that's brutal. So you're, so you're getting steroid injections, huh? Yes, man. I got arthritis in, in some places and, uh, it's kind of it does. Of? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't solve, it doesn't cure anything, but, uh, yeah, it makes me feel better for, for several months. And, uh, you know, now he did tell me there's a whole nother podcast we could do. He did tell me like, eventually this is shit's not going to work. Uh, but, um, for right now it's working. I, I, I've asked him a bunch. I'm like, so what happens when I'm 65 and it doesn't work anymore? And he's like, well, we'll talk about it then. <laughs> Well, that's, that's, that's the mentality. That's a good mentality. I mean, I mean, I need another huge surgery and I don't see myself doing it anytime soon because I'm in phenomenal shape. I feel great. I live good. day to day. And that's you know, good. That's if good. when that happens, we'll roll with it then. Roll with it then. So now the, these pills you got in, by the way, these were not pet CBD. This was, or was it? No. So okay. it, was, it was a human, human product, right. a startup company. And so, yeah, so I take, I take these pills, right. And I get them and I woke up the next morning. I was cured. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, after three nights, after three, my biggest issue was sleeping. Again, okay. having a bad back, you know, okay. and I'll tell you about the six shoulder surgeries I've had. I'm a side sleeper. The sleeping's brutal. Um, always has been. So I was like, man, if I can just get a few extra legitimate hours of sleep. I'm good. Mm. That would mm. help tremendously. Mm. So the CBD, the first thing I noticed was, Hmm, slept decent last night. And okay. then day four, day five, day six, same kind of thing. I'm like, wow, I actually slept four hours without like tossing and turning. So long story short, I was like, oh, there's something to this stuff. Okay. So I researched it heavily and reached out to some pain management doctors that I did business with and talked to my brother again in the cannabis world and just really looked at it hard. Mm. And then I went and I ran this company for about a little less than a year. The, uh, because of the, what, the, because the recruiter had called you about that company. I got you. All right. Can, yeah, you, name, so the, can you name the company or. Uh, I'm going to, I got to keep that confidential. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So you go, all right. Um, you ran it as yeah. a CEO or president or what, what, what they, what uh, they put I you was in? like the vice president of sales and marketing. Okay. All right. So and, you go do um, that. All right. Yeah. So, um, you know, they brought me on they, due to my experience on the human side. And, you know, I've taken products from start from start through the FDA IRB process and some that are being still sold today. So I have a lot of knowledge and background there. So my pitch to them was there's a lot I can do with this product because number one, I can't believe it's helped me considering my condition as a train wreck. Um, so, um, and then I said, we need to look at the animal health market, you know, companion animals, dog, primarily dogs, cats. Why, 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 what was the passion there? What would, were you a pet lover? What was the, yeah, well, not only was I a pet lover and, you know, I've always was raised with dogs. I still have two dogs today. Um, I'm, you know, I've sold products in the veterinary marketplace, you know, okay. imaging, so, and a colleague and friend of mine, um, who I done business with, um, I, I conferred with him and I was just like, Hey, what do you know about CBD for pets? Mm. And he's a, a, he's a, a, he's a doctor, you know, he's a, he's a linear veterinarian, you know, Uber smart, uh, very successful. Um, and I very, I value his, his expertise and his opinion on, on things. And, 
And he was like, well, animals have endocannabinoid systems just like humans. And in an endocannabinoid system, it's kind of like an electrical system in our body. And when you feed it CBD, there's different receptor profile sites in your body that will react to the CBD that you're consuming that gives the, the, the multitude of, of, of medicinal benefits. Okay. okay. So again, I have to be very careful how I, how I use my vernacular here because that's yes. the problem with the industry. And I can touch on that in a second. But um, so I, I spoke with the owner of the company that I was, that I was running at the time. And I said, this is what we need to take a serious look at. So I ended up hiring him, bringing him on to do a study. So we did a study with a hundred animals, hundred dogs, over 10 veterinary clinics across the United States uh, using uh, their product. Yeah, uh, who and funded, was that, did you, were you funding that yourself? How did you, were you doing that on the side? Let me, I wanna make sure I understand how you did that. Yeah, it, it was It was funded by the company. Oh, okay, okay, um, okay, gotcha, right. so, I see. So okay, okay. They funded gotcha. it, we were able right. to do it very inexpensively because okay. of, um, you know, um, my business partner, who's the veterinarian, who I brought on to do the study, had his colleagues and we said, Hey, okay, what we're doing, you want to be a part of it. So, I got you. um, so it was, it was, we were able to make it happen in the, in the right way. Okay, cool. So the end result was 96% of, of the dogs that took the product, the, the pet owners saw improvement and it was more for uh, osteoarthritis. Okay. So that was the study was, which was geared to. So again, long story short there, uh, the company kind of sat and they they didn't really want to move forward um, in that veterinary marketplace. And there was just some other kind of, you know, challenges that we had and, and my visions weren't really being, you know, looked at in a serious matter. And plus, that's I- plus you had the entrepreneurial bug and you and that is living inside you eating away anyway. Absolutely. And it was a phenomenal experience because I learned a lot. I mean, they were good people. Um, and I learned so much about the industry and I knew like what the real issues were, which okay. is education. And so then I went and I talked to, again, my veterinary colleague, friend, uh, Josh, Josh Osnell, who's my business partner. And I was just like, I'm going to start a CBD company. Cool. Are you in? <laughs> you in? Yeah, let's do it. He's yeah. like, give me a couple of days. Let me think about it. And then literally like the next morning, he's like, let's, let's roll with this. That's and, cool. Uh, that was All in right. 2017. We launched the company in October of uh, 2018. And um, we are, we're still grinding day in, day out. <laughs> did you, um, before we do an overview, did you both double time it at first with your jobs and start with nights and weekends or did you just quit and use some savings and go all in that that little transition point is always a, a big topic for the listeners because they're always you know most people I mean, there's a lot of aspiring entrepreneurs out there that have an idea but they can't figure out financially how to make the jump right there you know and so Absolutely. a lot of them are curious like okay well what'd you do did you, did you quit did you how'd you do it yeah, that's a great, great question. So my my business partner has two successful veterinary hospitals. So, you know, he runs those day to day. He's not in, you know, he has, you know, a large staff. So it didn't, uh, so he was able to kind of do both. Okay. 
I went in 100%, kind of gave up everything else I was doing. I'm like, this is it. This is my passion. This is a huge risk. I'm going to just, I'm going, I'm going all in. And Wow. Uh, wow. Did you walk in and tell your boss like, hey, you know that pet thing I tried to tell you to do? I'm going to go do that. See you. <laughs> Interestingly enough, there was some contact after the fact. They they saw what we were doing. And, um, and I, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a believer that, you know, you never burn a bridge, but like they still just didn't get it. And I'm still was trying to do some kind of a joint venture type of oh. collaboration with them. And yeah. Yeah. They, they just, I was like, forget okay. it. Yeah, we're forget out. it. All right. All right. Yeah. So, now, can I ask you also, this is another, the human side of it. What year, now what, when did you, uh, you, you launched it when, what year? October, 2018. 18. Oh, okay. All right. So you'd already been, all right. I, I was just curious about your divorce timeline, but you had been divorced for several years. So that was already. Oh long yeah. Long. Yeah. Long time. You already, you already wrote all those checks. <laughs> Still writing some of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So you go on that. How'd you do that, Brad? Did you, um, did you have some investments, some savings? Like how, how did you, did you eat ramen noodles? How'd you, how'd you do that? Yeah, you know, um, kind of all of the above. I don't like ramen noodles, by the way. I ate too many of them in college, but uh, I like to eat good. Um, yeah, I I'd saved some money. Um, definitely okay. did, was doing a little bit of you know side hustling, and okay. and uh, you know I still kind of was moving some medical equipment here and there. Um, but uh, yeah, it's been. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's been a grind. It, it's been, it's been tough because I'm not independently wealthy. Uh, that divorce really crushed yeah. me financially. I'm rebuilding even after all those years, um, mm -hmm. which it is what it is. And, um, but I'm the kind of guy where, um, nobody can tell me no, you know, when I you like tell it. me no, it's kind of like, I mean, I'm so competitive, even with my girls. I mean, we could be playing, you know, monopoly and you know, on or, or charades or whatever and you're cheating i mean i'm i'm not a cheater but i'm like i'm that guy where it's like you want to go <laughs> one off one i might not That's beat great. you but i'm gonna try, I'm gonna try <laughs> <laughs> that, how much money did you how much money to get to get it launched uh do you can you share like uh wh what do you think it took to get it launched the product launched and open for sale what do you think? You know, you guys that's a good question. I mean, we had a we had a friends and family raised. Oh, you raised. did the job. Uh, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but like, I do everything. I mean, you uh, know, my partner's the doctor. He does the formulation of the products and answers the questions and all that stuff. And I run everything else. Um, okay. Any employees besides you two? Yeah, we have a couple. We have a few independent representatives that 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 help us sell product and. Okay. Um, you Ten ninety nine. Ten ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We have a CTO. I have a CTO that, that handles all of our back end on the, uh, the software side. And, um, so it's, okay. we're excited because I can finally start delegating, you know, yeah, responsibilities right. to other people and that are, that are smarter than me. Cause I'm not that smart. Are you, um, I guess you guys weren't paying yourself at first. Are you able to, are you taking a small salary finally now or, or not yet? I've been taking a small salary for, you know, since the okay. beginning, it's very small. Yeah. And uh, that, that'll be nice too. Once. So in terms of stability, you know, financially, yeah, it really hasn't been there over the last few years. Good thing I'm not married. Um, that's why I'm not married, <laughs> but uh, you know, that's just how I am. 
Um, uh, again, I'm unfortunate that I had, you know, I was in a situation to do it. Um, okay. How big, how can you, how big is company now? Are you a multi-million dollar company? Like give us, where are you in revenue? I don't know if you, how much, maybe you can give us a range. I don't know. How big is the company? Um, you know, you, you hit the nail on the head again. I, got, I kind of have to be careful what I divulge, okay. but yeah, okay. we're, we're a, we're a multi-million dollar company. That's um, okay. All right. Very good. Good for you, my yes. friend. Um, let, you. now's probably a good time to do the three minute elevator pitch. So companion CBD, companion CBD.com is the website. Um, you are a manufacturer, uh, I think an education company, but you also are direct to consumer because I can see where you can order the product on your website. So, but anyway, give us, give us the, give us the pitch, Brad, go for it. Yeah. You know, when we first got into this industry, the first thing that we noticed, especially my partner, the veterinarian is education. You know, this industry is littered with so much misinformation, mm -hmm. adulterated products, erroneous claims. And now the FDA is starting to go after people that are, uh, doing these things. Mm -hmm. So how we're different, why companion, you know, I'll tell you, first of all, we were one of the first, we pioneered the industry. We were one of the first, um, people in it, in the, in the animal health space. Okay. okay. Um, we're veterinarian owned. We're actually the only veterinarian owned CBD manufacturer and education company exclusively for animal health. Cool. Okay. So why is that important? Because, if your next door neighbor comes over and says, Hey, you know, um, my dog had a bad leg and I found this product on Amazon. You should try it. You know, it, it's, it's, there's a, there's so much of that going on. First of all, it's uh, illegal to sell CBD on Amazon or on Amazon or eBay oh, or any other. So oh, what do you, what do you mean? I, I what do you mean? I can, I, I type in CBD at Amazon right now. A million things, a million stuff. It's not CBD. Right. Oh, it's not. No, you think it is, but it's not. So again, really? going back to the erroneous claims and all the misinformation and the adulterated products. Trust me, we've spoke with Amazon. We've met with Amazon years ago. Um, you cannot, and if you look at their their terms and conditions, they will shut you down. Um, and uh, same thing with like PayPal. You can't, you know, PayPal will shut you down. Um, what, you all right, no, okay. I want to I want to make sure. Wow, this is a shock to me, and I should. I've had a ton of cannabis CBD people on the podcast, so I should know this. So you're telling me that when it, it, I see all these CBD products on Amazon, it, it they're calling it CBD something, but it's not, is it like not 100% CBD? Or when you say it's not CBD, I guess, what does that mean? Yeah, help me with that. So based on Amazon's guidelines, um, you cannot sell cannabis or CBD-based products on their platform. Thanks, However, are there, are there people doing it? There are, because you may order a product that comes to your house and thinking that it's CBD or thinking that it's something else, but you really don't know what it is. Mm. That's the, the reality of how this industry is. Um, there's different, you know, as I synonyms for, for, you know, you know, CBD oil and hemp seed oil and hemp. And, you know, they're all different things. It's all creative savvy marketing wow. and that's a lot of these companies they're third-party middlemen that are selling a product that quite frankly you don't know what's in it that could a harm yourself and or your pet 
Mm. What? Oh, wow. What about all this full full spectrum and this crap that I see? <laughs> yeah, you, you can't sell full spectrum on Amazon. Trust me. Can't. I mean, you can't. Okay. No way. I mean, are there people getting away with it? Yeah, there are. But, you know, it's just a matter of time. So you're going to get shut down. It's kind of like even on Facebook and Instagram until very recent, you couldn't promote those oh, products. Wow. And, and they're again, being, if you had a savvy marketing firm, there were ways to get around it. But again, you know, slow and steady is going to win the race in this industry. And okay. that's exactly how we're doing it. But full, full spectrum, there are trace amounts of THC in it. Okay. And other uh, cannabinoids and terpenes and flavonoids. And, and, and I know that's all, I'm throwing a lot of technical jargon, but those are all parts of the, the, the plant that, um, have benefit. However, um, if it's 0.03% or more THC in any product, that's, it's considered marijuana. Yeah. Yeah. So, I doubt that part I did know. Yeah. So, okay. So that changed. That oh, changed wow. back in 2018, the farm bill was passed yeah, where right, right. CBD and hemp, so you know about all that. Um, mm -hmm. that that's really important where CBD became um, descheduled as a class one drug like cocaine or LSD or heroin. Okay. I mean, what, what about know. all the, what about all the pet CBD stuff I see on the Walgreens shelf and stuff like that? Same. Is it real? <laughs> you know, it, it, it is it real? <laughs> <laughs> if they don't provide a third-party laboratory report, it's called a certificate of analysis. That's what you need to, to, that's what I need. That's what I'm telling people they need to, when, if you're shopping for a product, you need to have legitimacy. Okay. Wow. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of these other products, they're hemp-based products that are, that are sold in, in some stores, like for, for instance, like like Kroger and, and is mm -hmm. one that it does not. Um, you look at Sprouts. Sprouts is big out here in this in the uh, in the West, and they sell CBD products, but not ingestible CBD. It's more topical products. Okay, Thank so you. ingestible products that you consume are completely different from putting on a lotion or a potion that um, you will see at a at a Sprouts type okay. of other other uh, health foods type of store. All right. So the biggest thing I've heard you say is dear Mr. And Mrs. Consumer, if you want real CBD products that can help your pet companioncbd.com. I wouldn't trust any of the marketing bullshit you see on Amazon or Walgreens. Cause there's a high probability that it's just shit. Basically. That's what I hear you saying. That's true. That's true. Now, you know, there, there are some other uh, companies in the animal health space that are, that are legit. They're good companies. I mean, there's, it's, it's competitive. Competition's good, but here's where we really, as far as the pitch, <laughs> if you yeah. will, comes yeah. in is again, we treat this as individualized medicine for pets. Okay. So you can go to our website and click on, we have a feature it's called ask a vet. You can schedule a time to speak with one of our veterinarians on staff Ooh. and be educated about CBD, how it possibly can help manage your pet's condition. Now, what I just said, possibly help manage your pet's condition. That's how we do things here. We're not saying we're not here to treat, cure, prevent, or diagnose anything. Otherwise, the FDA comes knocking at your door, starts throwing big fines around, and believe it or not, some of the 800-pound gorillas out there that are cannabis companies that have CBD products, 
they're making these erroneous claims and, you know, there's, there's companies going in and out of business. I mean, with the way the economy is, I mean, things are nutty right now, yes. but again, we have, you know, slow and steady is going to win the race. We have, we, the biggest, I would say, uh, piece of the puzzle of companion CBD. And the most thing I'm proud of is my, my partner, Dr. Josh sauce. Now he created and pioneered the first continuing education program for veterinary medicine. So Veterinary veterinarians need to have continuing education, just like MDs and, you know, DOs and naturopaths, you know, they all need to be credentialed, you know, year in, year out. So we were the first to do that. So in the United States, there's roughly 105, 110,000 veterinarians. Not a lot. If you think that's about not, it. No, that's actually fewer than I would have guessed. Yeah. So that said, there have been over we're pushing almost 40,000 veterinarians and veterinary professionals that have been trained and educated by us. Wow. So, How, okay. Well, all right. And they're part of your network when I dial in. Yeah. And, okay. and how we did that was, and how we did that was this, cause I, I can see you probably, you know, you're yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, how's how's everybody get paid how here? By the way, that? before you, before you answer that, do you have like a little shade or is there a sh there's some sunlight hitting your face and it's glaring your, your, Oh, is it? Is there, uh, can you, is it there you we go light it, i don't know if it's a window or something maybe that's it okay that yeah. yeah 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 um you um yeah right away i'm like uh how do these people get paid how'd you set that up yeah explain it to me <laughs> yeah so um we did a lot of exhibiting at veterinary conferences so that's how we first when we launched the company we were going to veterinary conferences all over the united states and even world i mean we went to okay. italy for a big veterinary conference uh, did some speaking there um, when we launched the company. Mm. But we also uh, have a strategic partnership uh, with uh, the Veterinary Practice News, the Vet Med team, which is an industry standard uh, publication for veterinary medicine. So mm. they do a lot of a ton of education um, and then went to the podcast style when 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 the pandemic hit. Um, yeah. So we did um, all of this training through through. Um, you know, virtually, uh, uh, the majority of it virtually, and you know, veterinarians and veterinary techs and, and nurses would would uh, do a, do a training um, continuation continuing education program through us, and um, and that's exactly how how we've done wow. it. And, wow. um, you know, we're continuing to amplify that furthermore. Is that sunny? Is this? I can tell. I have that my shade. I don't know. It looks like there's a light behind you, maybe, or is yeah, that up top? Let me, let me turn this way. What is that? Sorry. It's Arizona, man. I got a lot of windows in my house. I'm actually in my office. It's all, moment, good. It's all good. Yeah, oh. The listeners are they under the listeners fully understand. There we go. That's much better. Thank great. you. Um, great, great. Um, so, so you can go to your website and it's not just, Oh, click here and order this. I, I can like talk to a vet. That's going to walk me through. Hey, yes. here's Ryder. By the way, my dog's name is Ryder after Ryder Flex. He nice. walked me through uh, what Ryder actually needs and then make suggestions of your product because because the vet I'm going to be talking to knows about your product. Yes. So, you know, cool. basically, um, cool. you, that's exactly it. I mean, we have we get emails every day of people that will click on it and they'll be like, hey, I'm giving my I'm taking this product. I'm taking that product. We can't advise anybody on anybody else's products because we don't know what they are. But we can give people rule of thumb about CBD, the facts of CBD. 
Um, and, and we do a ton of that. And that's why we, that's how we built our, our business through, through on the veterinary side. Um, when veterinarians were like, cause veterinarians still, believe it or not, there's still plenty of vets out there that have not embraced CBD. Uh, just like, just like plenty of doctors that haven't embraced cannabis. Yeah. Same. Yeah, absolutely. It's the same mentality. So that's why, again, we're continuing to provide the most recent up-to-date evidence-based science on CBD. And down the road, as cannabinoid science evolves, we'll get into the other aspects of that as well. But, um, you know, okay. it's our, our slogan, tagline, whatever you want to call it, is an educated consumer is our best customer. All so. Right. You know, it, it's all about, we're all about value given the facts. I mean, trust me, we turn plenty of people away. We'll oh, have some, oh, oh, yeah. I mean, huh? There'll be people that'll contact us and say, you know, for example, somebody I remember yesterday, it was a friend of mine said, hey, their cat has pancreatitis with CBD help. So I contacted our vet team and and they said, there's no clinical data that that, that supports it. Don't believe it probably will. Um, so- mm. We wow. relayed that, relay that back to the to the potential customer, and they said, "Well, we still want to try." Um, and we said, "Okay, that's great," but again, you know, we're not that yeah. company that's going to be like, "Oh yeah, it's it's not a panacea," you know, it's that not is, a cure all. That is and, white glove service, man. That is special service you're given there. I mean, that is so far and away, that's so far and above anything else any other retailers doing that i know of i mean that's pretty special thank you thank you that means a lot because you know we spend a significant amount of time and and you click on our website and you click on that ask a vet button and you can fill out a form you can send an email you can say hey i want to talk to somebody whatever it may be and right. we're on it like super quick i mean we have a team and you know it, it's usually within you know, less than a couple hours. Sometimes it could be within 15, 20 minutes. That's great. Um, and the, the formulas, um, I mean, it is cool that you got a veterinarian that's an, uh, that's an owner and he, and he's kind of the chief uh, flavor officer, so to speak. Yes. Uh, is there uh super secret patent formulas, anything? Uh, does that even work in this space? I don't know. I wish I could say yes, but no, you can't patent CBD because CBD is a molecule, right? Okay. Okay. It's kind of, um, okay. But we have a proprietary formula um, that we put together that, that right. Dr. Josh did. But um, yeah, there's there's no patents. Okay. And what is what's special about that proprietary formula? What what's your what's your pitch? Like when when people tell me that, I'm like, okay, that's cool. It's proprietary. But why is it so much more awesome? <laughs> yeah. No, that's it's a great question. I, you know, we wanted to put together a product line that was most importantly safe, okay. that is effective. And that's affordable. Mm. That's exactly what we've done. I mean, we've won multiple, you know, okay. awards and we experimented with everything from CBD oils and full spectrum and broad spectrum and CBD isolate. There's different, there's different forms of CBD. Okay. And most importantly, if the pet's not going to eat it, then we don't have a business. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So after doing our R&D and due diligence before we launched the company, our product is a two gram. Um, it's a soft chew. Okay. Um, like a little nugget. We don't call them treats as everybody else does because there's therapeutic amounts of CBD in our All products. Right. So All we right. call them soft chews. It's an extruded product. There's no heat involved. 
It's kind of like a big old KitchenAid mixing bowl. Throw it, a, throw it in there, throw the CBD. We use CBD isolate, by the way. CBD isolate is the purest, cleanest um, form of CBD out there. Zero THC. There's no other flavonoids or terpenes in it. It's strictly uh, the, the crystallized version of, of CBD. And that's what works for us now. Down okay. the road. Yeah, we'll venture into other aspects of of the the different cannabinoids in the plant, which there's well over a hundred of them. Um, so that's and what we're for. And you have chewables. What do you have? Do you have? I see eight SKUs on the website. Is that right? You actually have four SKUs, but the the, the other four are bundles. So oh, 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 oh. so we have four products. Um, I'm gonna try to hold this up and see if you can see. Yeah, man. Let me see. Yep. Let me see. So okay. So okay. Where do you have a manufacturer? Who does he? Who's manu, Who's packaging them for you and manufacturing them? Uh, we have we have a contract manufacturer um, oh, here locally okay. that handles oh, that. It, okay, uh, where in in Arizona? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So a co you you went through a co packer to to make it, bottle it, and do they do they ship it for you as well? Do they handle shipping too or no? No, we do. Oh, so you where you warehouse it and then you ship you it warehouse it. We sell wow. to veterinarians, you know, we sell directly to veterinarians, um, some small boutique stores. We're going to be going into major retail very soon as, as the uh, industry changes. I mean, we have major plans for expansion. Um, uh, your multi-million dollar revenue is, is, is the largest percent of that to veterinarians or is it the B2C off your website? I'm curious how your revenue is split up. B2C. Really? Absolutely. Really? Really? Yep. Wow. Okay. All right. So now all right, that's pretty damn impressive because uh, the fact that you're not on Amazon, it, it's hard to get a million dollar brand direct to the consumer only on your own website. That is hard to do. You're telling me. <laughs> It's been a lot of sleepless nights. There's been a lot of stress. You know, unfortunately, like I said, my hair keeps growing, but it's starting to get a little grayer. Uh, but you know, uh, yeah. wow, wow. We, we look at it this way. You know, I was doing a a recent media um, segment uh, a couple of weeks ago, and 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 the woman asked me. She's like, "How how have you become so successful?" And I'm like, "Well, you know what? How do you rate success? Like, what does success mean?" It's, it, you know, you yeah. got to look at it's so variable. Um, bottom yeah. line is it's just consistency. It's it's just keep doing the same thing. And I, I've said it I'm mean, probably twice, maybe the third time now. But slow and steady is going to win this race. I mean, yeah, yeah. we were yeah. the first to get in and we're going to be around a long time because we're not doing things to try to make the quick buck like a lot of other people mm -hmm. are. Mm -hmm. And when this industry gets regulated, it's going to be work a lot of fallout. Something. There's going to be a lot of fallout. A lot of, it's lot starting, of yeah. It's, it's, it's already, yeah, it's already happening. Yeah, it's already happening. I mean, now, now, and I know we're we're bumping up on our time here. Um, now, when when I have friends call me like, oh, "I'm going to start a CBD company," I'm like, "Okay, bro, good luck. Uh, I think you're you're you, you missed you missed the train." <laughs> well, well, yeah. I mean, in a way, there's so much involved. There really is. And, um, Ooh, yeah. you know, and it's been, it's patience. I've learned so much over the last, you know, five years about patience with myself and, and sacrifice in all different areas. And mm. it's, it's, it's like, you know, we've had PE groups and other private investors come to us and say, well, well, if you don't have a patent on your product, well, I can go start a CBD company tomorrow. 
Yeah, you can. Go for it. I said, I said <laughs> you, you can. I said, but I'll tell you what. Real struggle. Way. I always tell people that. I always tell people, I'll have recruiter, recruiters will call me. They'll be like, I was thinking about maybe joining your brand, but I'm pretty sure I can do this on my own. I'm going to go start my own thing. I'm always like, go for it. You know, if you think, if you think starting a brand's easy, do it, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, let me, let me uh, ask you, I know we're out of time. A couple more quick questions here. Uh, will the PE money make you a minority uh, owner on the cap table? Or are you going to maintain control? We will maintain control. Absolutely. Good for you. Good for you. Good for you. Good, good job. Well, Hey, if you can get somebody to give you money and you're still in control. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, you know, uh, now PE, uh, PE firms, of course, you know, they're going to be looking to either combine you with something or flip you or do something in three to five years or whatever. I'm sure you guys talked about all of that. Uh, but uh the money is going to be used for what sales, marketing, and um, distribution into large wholesale or large retailers and more products or all the above. We have other new evidence-based products that we're going to bring to market. And okay. yes, you know, we need to bring on distribution, uh, you know, gurus and marketing, you know, digital media, um, just, yeah. I mean, it, it, cool. it's a full blown scale expansion um, so we go into, you know, this small company into a larger company, having other passionate, like-minded people good, good. to, uh, good. make it happen. Raising cash was a pain. Probably that's a, that's a whole nother podcast. We could do a whole nother episode just on cash raise. Couldn't we? Yeah. <laughs> Are you glad? Glad already. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, that, yeah, people don't understand. They've never done it. If you're trying to be a CEO of a startup, you're trying to run day to day. Yeah. And you're dealing with this whole other massive project to raise cash. I mean, that is a major drain on your time can be. Um, so it, it, it was, yeah, it's, it's huge. It's it, the, the, we, it, again, you know, I don't like to have my time wasted. Nobody does. Yeah. We've met with a lot of people and um, you know, we had people in the beginning that wanted to acquire us flat out, or like you said, give us that big fat check, but wanted controlling interest. I'm like, Oh yeah. Yeah. How could you take controlling interest? You know nothing about this industry. It doesn't make sense. And that's what's phenomenal with, with this group that we're working with now. They get it. And we're super excited to work with them great, and Good the connections you. that they have. Good for you. Hey, you built a multi-million dollar business. Um, you're paying yourself. You're I'm assuming you're cash flow positive because uh you're you're so you're making money and you just raised cash. Um you got through a divorce. You're raising two teenagers. I mean, you, you, Hey man, you congrats. You've, you've done, you've had a lot of accomplishments while dealing with lots of hurdles. And, uh, I appreciate the hustle and the work ethic, which, uh, in today's world, especially with younger people, I don't see a lot of sometimes. So, uh, <laughs> appreciate it, man. Uh, well, I admire it. It means a lot coming from you and, and all that you do. It's, it, it's fantastic. And, you know, Congratulations. It's, it's just, you're born with it. Like I said, you know, either you can go have a, live a great life too, not being a CEO or a business owner. Yeah. And that that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that, but that's just kind of not how I'm wired. Same for me, bro. Brad, <laughs> thank you so much for being on the Rider Flex podcast. I really appreciate it, man. Likewise. Appreciate the opportunity, Steve.
Yeah. So we raised, uh, you know, about a half a mil doing oh. that. 